It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. It is Wednesday. It's the day before Thanksgiving, a very, very busy travel day. For most people, and whether you're going long distance or not so long distance, going to see family, hope you're getting to spend the holiday with your family. I, I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving that might be my favorite holiday just out of the entire year, besides opening day, of course. I've got a little bit of a different topic today. We're not really going to jump around too much. I've just got an all-encompassing thing I want to introduce to you something that we're going to be talking about throughout the rest of this year. And all of that good stuff, you know the deal. Subscribe, follow me on Twitter, Lockdown Reds Line 513-549-0159, all that good stuff. want to jump right into this thought because this is the initial episode with which I'm going to talk about this. And that is the team of the decade, Reds All-Decade Team. It's something that, I mean, we're coming to the end of this decade, right? You know, you, you started at 2010 and it ends in 2019 because it's the 2000 teens. It's crazy to think that we're already through the 2000 teens and we're about to start the 2020s, 2020 next year. But with this being the end of the decade, I wanted to look back and kind of fill out a roster. Now, we're not going to do like all 40 or not even an all 25-man roster, but I'm looking at starting nine, um, well, starting eight anyway, everyday eight. We'll do a five-man rotation and a closer and two bullpen arms. So that's like 16 guys, 16 of the 25. We're going to narrow it down to the best 16 players. And really, I mean, we're looking at each position. And, and, and right off the bat, you know that there are some locks, right? Joey Votto obviously is on this team. Without a doubt in my mind, obviously the best first baseman that there is, the best player that the Reds have had this decade. He was MVP in 2010, he was second in MVP voting in 2017, third in 2015. You really cannot look at Joey Votto and find anyone else worth arguing about, especially if we're talking about positionally, because that's, that's what we're doing. We're going around each position and saying this was the best of this position that the Reds had this past decade. So obviously Joey Votto, best first baseman that the Reds had this past decade. And, you know, I, I think that Jay Bruce is also a lock. He hasn't been a Red for a few years now, but 
he was the best right fielder that the Reds have had in this past decade. Easily. Not really much of an argument there. Also, another guy, and you may think at first, you're like, well, I don't know about that, but we're talking about the period of 2010 to 2019. I'm not looking at any other period of Reds history, just this past decade. The best shortstop the Reds have had is Zach Kozart. He's a lock. I mean, you have one-off years from guys like Orlando Cabrera and Edgar Renteria, and then, of course, we have the Jose Peraza couple of years or whatever. Nobody touched Kozar in that realm. So that's your three locks, I think, right there. And, and part of the whole... Part of this whole idea, and the reason that I'm starting this, but, you know, kind of giving you these locks, is I want you to participate as well. I'm going to put this out on Twitter throughout, you know, the rest of this uh, year, just to see what your takes are. Also, call in, text in the Lockdown Reds line, 513-549-0159. But but I think it's it's pretty cut and dry. Obviously it's Joey Votto. Obviously it's Jay Bruce. Obviously Zach Cozart. And then we can even get into the pitchers. Johnny Cueto, without a question, is going to be on this list. We're talking about five rotation, five starting pitchers in the all-decade rotation. Johnny Cueto, uh, you can't convince me that he doesn't belong. He's obviously in this rotation. Now, maybe it's debatable as if he's the ace. I still think he's most likely the ace. We'll see what you think about that. But among all of the other options that are out there, I think he's a lock for the rotation. Probably a lock for the ace. And then we know who our closer is, too. Aroldis Chapman. Right? I I really don't think that there's much of an argument to be had there. Maybe. Maybe you could argue Rice Alagolasius, but I think that you probably slot him in one of the other two reliever spots. That's just kind of how I figure with that one. Real quick, though, we'll keep talking about this, but I want to get a quick plug in for Away. Away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com. That's all one word, awaytravel.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on during checkout. Listening on the go, if you can't visit Away right now, you can find this and all other offers from Locked On sponsors at LockedOnPodcast.com slash offers. We're talking about the all-decade team for the Reds, 2010 to, through, to you know, through last season, 2019. And I mentioned that there are some locks. Now, there are some positions that are going to be hotly, cont- hotly <laughs> contested. Sorry, I'm... I'm recording this after I'm getting back from another late night shift. I a little bit of a piece of personal news here. Some of you know I've I've kind of put it out there on different social media platforms and all this other stuff. But I have began working at iHeartRadio in Cincinnati. I'm a producer, and right now I'm starting off on America's Trucking Network on 700 WLW. That's midnight to 5 a.m. 
So I'm learning this whole idea of working when I used to be sleeping. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting. So if I'm tripping over words, that's why. But uh, we're talking about the all-decade team, and there are some really interesting positions, and mostly because you, you can really uh, just about debate it until the cows come home, and I don't think there's a wrong answer. First and foremost, third base. Because how do you pick between Scott Rowland and A. Eugenio Suarez? I think you kind of give the nod to Suarez, but there's plenty of argument for Scott Rowland. I love what Scott Rowland did as a Red, and now some of you are probably going to look at the numbers and be like, well, it's obviously Suarez compared to Rowland. But I think that overall, Rowland was an amazing third baseman for the Reds. Suarez has been the biggest bright spot through the absolute muck and mire that have been the second half of this 2010s decade, 2010s decade. He's He's been the MVP of the team for the last three or four years now. Uh, I I think that, well, okay, so 2017, that's probably Joey. But, well, whatever. The, the, the point being, he's been the lone bright spot for the Reds outside of Joey Votto. And then even last year, I think he took up the mantle as the Reds' best hitter. But when I look at third base, that's that's got some interesting, and that's one where I definitely want to hear from you. Do you pick Suarez? Do you pick Scott Rowland? Or heck, maybe you even throw Todd Frazier in there. I mean, we'll always have the 2015 home run derby. That was an absolute blast. I mean, I I was lucky enough to be in attendance at that home run derby. Oh my goodness, that. That is a bucket list item right there. But maybe you argue for him. Let me know on the Lockdown Reds line. Let me know on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and at Lockdown Reds. But then another one, and maybe this isn't that big of a debate, but I think it's interesting here. And my answer to this position is a guy who was here for one year. Now, maybe you put more stock into longevity. You put more stock into how many years a guy put in during the decade. But I think the Reds' best center fielder for this past decade was Shinsu Chu. Obviously, he only played one year. I get that. But at the same time, Right now, this offseason, we're looking at the Reds hopefully upgrading in center field, especially offensively. Our blueprint is Shinsu Chu. It would be nice if they get an overall center fielder who is awesome with the glove as well. But if we can get a guy who is really good offensively, we can move Nixon Zell to second base. That's what we want. That's what Shinsu Chu was. He was amazing offensively in 2013 he had an on-base percentage of 423 the best it's been in his entire career and for his career he has a 377 on-base percentage so dude's no slouch when it comes to getting on base he also had 21 home runs and 54 RBIs mostly batting out of the leadoff spot he even finished 12th in MVP voting. That's the highest he's ever finished in his career. But just an absolutely fantastic year 
And I think because of that year, we're filling out an all-decade team for the Reds, an everyday eight. I think he's the Reds center fielder on this all-decade team for this year. Because, I mean, you know, looking back on it, the, the reason that the Reds dealt him, the reason that the Reds felt it was time to move on from him is because they had Billy Hamilton. I wonder, they probably never would admit this, but I wonder if he asked Dick, or well, I guess it was Walt Jockety back then, but if he asked them, if you could do that over, would you? I think, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. If they knew that Billy Hamilton was going to be a 29% on-base guy, probably they would have stuck with Shinsu Chu. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you slot him in left field, and then you bring up Billy Hamilton. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't matter now, because that shoulda, woulda, coulda, and shoulda, woulda, coulda doesn't get you anywhere. But I think that, as for all decade purposes, my pick for center field is Shinsu Chu. And that's another one I want to hear from you. What? Uh, all positions, even starting pitchers, all this other stuff, we're going to fill out this all-decade roster throughout the rest of this year. But I, I'm just start. I'm just giving you my thoughts to begin this whole process. We're going to throughout the rest of the year. I'm going to pepper in different segments and different episodes, and maybe an entire episode here or there, just looking at some all-decade candidates. But this is kind of the episode where I introduce this whole idea. Because there's not really a whole lot of rumors out there. I mean, the the one rumor and things of that nature that I've seen on the hot stove, and I'm going to talk about it more in depth tomorrow on Thanksgiving, on the extended Thanksgiving episode. Remember, I, I mentioned we're not doing an episode on Friday this week, but I do have an extended Thanksgiving episode for you where I talk with Doug Gray. We kind of touch on this, but uh, there are there are rumors out there that the Mariners are looking to trade Omar Narvaez, their catcher, who is very gifted offensively, not so much on defense. That's actually more of a liability than it is, well, he's just okay defensively. He's actually not good defensively, but he's very good offensively. Really, the only rumor going around right now is that they're looking to trade him and that the Reds would be interested in trading for Narvaez. I still think that if they're going to bring in a catcher, probably better served with Robinson Chirinos coming off the free agents list because they could get him on the cheap. But I don't know. That, that's the one thing that's kind of floating around out there. Other than the normal rumors that the Reds are in on Marcelo Zuna, the Reds are in on Nicholas Castellanos, the Reds are in on Howie Kendrick, the Reds are in on Zach Wheeler. Which, this is good. That's that's what we want to hear. The Reds are trying to get better. The Reds are trying to get to the playoffs. So they should be in on everybody. But there's really nothing more new to talk about. And I really like this idea of an all-decade team. I want to put this together and then right around New Year's we'll kind of like solidify the locked-on Reds all-decade Reds team. That's kind of what I'm thinking. So I want to hear from you. Twitter, the Lockdown Reds line at 513-549-0159. Let me know. Who do you think should be on the Reds all-decade team? 
we'll pepper that in throughout the rest of the year. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Locked On Reds podcast. As you travel to your Thanksgiving destination, know that I wish you a happy Thanksgiving, you and yours. Hope you have a great holiday with your family, with your friends, whoever you're going to celebrate with. Thanks a bunch for making me part of your commute. And I hope that you are subscribed to the podcast on all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and the show at Lockdown Reds. And save that Lockdown Reds line number into your phone of 513-549-0159. As I mentioned, tomorrow, extended episode for the Thanksgiving holiday with Doug Gray in talking with me about all things minor leagues and some hot stove rumors and things of that nature. And no episode on Friday this week. Happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you have plenty of turkey, plenty of stuffing. I know for me, myself, my perfect setup is a plate of turkey, a plate of stuffing, a plate of mashed potatoes, and then a plate of whatever else is there. You know, sweet potato, souffle, uh, green bean casserole, corn pudding. Get a couple of rolls in there, some pumpkin pie, all that good stuff. I, I like pumpkin pie with my whipped cream. Just FYI. But I'm looking forward to it. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thanks so much for listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.